welcome to episode two of Chats with Owen. Today we're talking to Kieran Clark, who is an MMA fighter. Kieran, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm um, be 25 years old. I um, I'm from Drogheda, born and bred. Um, from a state called Yellow Barton in Drogheda. Um, yeah, that's really it. I suppose as far as that, yeah, just just I suppose. Just the uh, same as anyone else, you know, just grew up and uh, here with me, my brothers and sisters in the, in the house and same old, you know, no, yeah. nothing special, you know. <laughs> uh, so how did you get into fighting? Um, that's a long, I suppose it's a long answer. Um, so ever since myself and my brother were young, you know, um, just brother, brother stuff, you know, you killing each other and the whole lot, as we all do, you know, but we... Um, had this we had this uh the WWF games you know with the PlayStation games from years ago you know yeah so we thought we were, pl- we were playing all that and you know in the street and wrestling and all we thought that was real you know you know you know the way it goes when you're when you're young and that you, you think all that's real you haven't a clue you know like when I was saying when I say kids I'm one of it you know kids like you know yeah, yeah. and uh, we all, that kind of stemmed from there and then got to about eleven or twelve and then I dabbed a bit in a bit of boxing now when I say a bit like it was just like for a few months to a year, you know, between two gyms, it was Money More Gym and then Balls Grove Gym, it was um, Holy Family and Money More Gym. Um, so between them two, you know, we kind of, we were training there and um, sparring the whole, I just, I'm talking about myself and my brother now, we were sparring and the whole lot and we were just, actually my brother done a few, one or two boxing fights, but I never did. Um I think what happened was I think I broke my hand down or something then and then I, I didn't end up going ahead with it. But um I suppose the the stem like thinking back, we actually regret not sticking to it. But anyway, um that was that. And then I was um in school and the whole lot with my friends. It was a bit I was fifteen mm-hmm. and it's some of my friends were uh, doing it at the time. MMA like and uh, you know, that's what, ten be ten years this year. That was ten years ago. And uh, like when you were doing MMA, like it was like you know you knew magic or something. You know people, you know people, you know when you're that when you when you're when you're young as well, you you, you don't know like it, it was as if you know MMA was was magic or something. You knew some sort of you know some ninja stuff or you know it was not that we thought of it like that, but that was kind of your mind saying, oh, like, yeah. was this? Like, no, you, you, nobody you, you wants to put you in the in the air. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So um, I was in school at the time, and my mates are always asking me, "Go one or two of my friends," and then um. I was kind of getting into a bit of um, kind of again, just we all go through the teenage stuff, just rows in the street and stuff, just kind of different areas fighting with each other, and just again, yeah. kids. When you think back, but um, I was kind of I was getting sick of it. And I was like, not that I was getting, but it wasn't nothing to do with bullying around. It was just like I was getting kind of um, you know, because I stood, I always stood up for myself and myself, and my brother, he always did, and I because of that, then you know, that kind of brought attention to you. Then if that makes sense, so then I was like, I get you, yeah. I was kind of getting sick of it then. I was like, you know, I'm sick. I just want to, you know, I just want to be uh, normal. Not not that it was mental, but it was just like, you know, you couldn't go to little simple things, you know what I mean, or whatever. You know, the kiddies discos and all that stuff, as they call them then, you just, you know, you knew something was going to happen, whatever. Things yeah. like that. And then I was like, you know what, if we do the MMA, people will probably think, oh, no, he he knows such and such, we won't then, you know, to be wait. Because, yeah. and again, not that it was, uh, if, it, if, it, if it started something, I'd have no problem, but I was I was kind of sick of that, you know. So I was like, do you know what? I'll do this, and then they won't start. Because then I'm like, I'm grand, and you know. So I started then, 
because of that reason actually. And then um, I was like, um, so the back end of all was to, not even to defend myself, but was to nearly stop it from happening. If that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, um, so myself, I went to it, and then two or three weeks later, me me uh, brother went to it. But the story behind it was me mates in school were doing it, so I got back to them. They um. They'd be saying, oh, come on, you should come, you should come. So it was out in kind of the country from where I'm from, so I'm in Drada, and it was about 10 minutes drive out the country, kind of. So it was, it was kind of, in Harristown, it's called. And uh, it's kind of like the back ass and all, as we, as I'd say, you know what I mean? It's, it's just out a country road. And and uh, anyway, I went with my mates. I said, I'll meet them out there or whatever. I met them out there and um, went into this, went into the, the gym. And it was it was actually, Colonel Dillon was my first coach. And he was only about 23 at the time. He was, he was a professional fighter himself. The first, the first and loud, I think, and um, he was uh, trained for a few of his fights, but he had built a like a, a gym, big big gym at his back. He had a bit of land, you know, so his class was set up. And um, so I don't even think he had the uh, intention of say getting into the coach. I think it was just more bodies for him to train with. And then anyway, one or two of my mates were doing it. Went in, did the session, went with me two mates. You kind of roll at the end of the class, you know. You uh, do, you know. Have to do a bit of jiu-jitsu at the end. You roll like it's basically a spar, but it's no way. Uh, it's grapple. You grapple at the end, and uh, you know I was I was very uh, I was stubborn. I was very very stubborn, you know. So I went with the two lads. I got them in headlocks and I was squeezing for the life of me, you know. And uh, anyway, and then I ended up tapping them out. But when I think back, it was a Mongol move, you know what I mean? It was just yeah. It was uh, being stubborn, you know. But then I was thinking, geez, these lads are doing it this months. What do I tell me anyway? And uh, so maybe I'll be good at this. You know, if I just come in here on my first day and these are doing this months, maybe I can be good at it, you know. So that kind of... You're putting lads in the like... <laughs> Yeah, so it was, just, it was just like stupid things, like, you know, but uh, that kind of planted the seed for me. But then as I kept training and training, like, I later learned that the boys were only telling me fibs. They weren't training much at all, you know what I mean? So I might as well, you know. So it was um, when I think back. But um, So then that kind of started, kept going, kept going. Before I then joined... About two or three weeks later, he always wanted to try it anyway. And um, yeah, he, he we kept going, we kept going. I see, I played football in Gaelic all my life as well. When I say like growing up in the, in a sport, especially in the in the country, like I I know the two main sports are, are kind of hurling and football. And if you don't play them, you're kind of outcasted. How yeah, exactly. Find, like yeah. doing a different sport to that. I played, uh, I played football like soccer. I'm yeah. young, you know, but I, I, I liked it, you know, I mean, not that I didn't like it, you know, I liked it and all that, but, um, and then I, I played Gaelic since, since as long as I can remember, and I played with the Blues, Newtown Blues, so, you know, as you can imagine, you know, uh, starting that when you're 15 and you're still playing with them, and I kind of stopped when I was 16, I was still kind of doing a bit of Gaelic and doing the fighting, and then, you know, that didn't go that well down, uh, go down well with them stopping the Gaelic, you know. And yeah. uh, they were all they'd always say to me then as I got older, and ah, oh, you'll be back, you'll be back, you know, like you know, this kind of crack, like you know, me doing it, you know, it was getting serious at that time. I oh, know you'll be back, you'll be back, and stuff like that, like you know, and um sure I never knew I would, you know, because I was always I enjoyed it, you know, but I was always a type that wasn't um not that I'm not a team player, but I always felt like the pressure of like, oh, if you got the ball and you and you and you missed you missed the point or you missed the score, you lost the ball, and then you know a goal was conceded because yeah, and you know I felt that I was like I felt I was letting the team there if that makes sense. So I was like, do you know what? And and I, I never thought this when you're that when you're 15, you never think of that. But when I think back now, you're like, do you know what? When you're training and you're doing the fighting, everything's on yourself, you know. So um, it's all on you. you know, that, exactly. So 
it suited me more to do that. So, um, and then, uh, yeah, just kept training away. I said, uh, uh, my coach at the time offered me a fight, and I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it. Done the fight, got knocked out in 26 seconds. My first fight was 16 in Drata, actually. Um, I was slammed on, slammed on my head, picked up, dumped in my head, knocked out. I was out cold for a good, um, I was out cold for a good, I'd say, you know, a good few, a good 30 seconds. You know, it was a nasty one, you know, but um, I, it took me about 20 minutes to come back into the train change room. And I, um, yeah, it, it took me a while to get me gathering. So I kept asking, what happened, what happened? And uh, as soon as I got out there, I just couldn't wait to do it again. And I think that was, you know, I think if that didn't turn me off, getting knocked out at 16 in front of all my friends and family, I knew, I knew, and, and again, I never knew a ton of professional rap, but I wanted to do it again. So the hunger was in me to go again and to fight again, you know. So, um, yeah, I knew if that didn't turn me off, it, I was going to stick at it. And then that's that's really how it started. Then, you know, just kept kept going. And obviously the rest is history, as they say, you know. <laughs> so I'll take you back five years ago and you start training with Coach Kevin. So obviously... Uh, John Cavanaugh is, is Conor McGregor's coach and Conor would be one of the biggest names in MMA, definitely in Ireland, but MMA as a total. How does that affect your training to know that, that Coach Cavanaugh works with the best, one of the, arguably one of the best MMA fighters? Yeah, well, that was the big thing, you know, because when me and my brother were training, we were training for four years. We I think I had like seven amateur fights that Darrell had fought for a title at this stage and and um, you know we were we were getting into it. And the planter seeded then. I uh, oh, sorry, you know it was it, it was really in our minds then. You know I was what was I? I was twenty before it when I went to SPG, and I was like, Do you know what? At that stage, I knew in my mind I wanted to go professional. I wanted to. I, this is the road I wanted to take because I um again when I was in school and stuff, I never knew what I wanted to do or anything. You know, um, oh yeah, I, I didn't have a thought. I could never concentrate in school I wasn't good in school or anything you know I, I could never um, I could never put me like I could never sit in a class and you know it's like doing anything that you don't want to do you're not going to concentrate you know that was for me as well you know so I was just um, and then that's what led me to get into trouble in school and stuff but and then then next we you find this and you love it and like as soon as you walk in that door bang you're like you're just so focused and you want to learn and then I'm like do you know what and then you get to 20 and then you're doing it many, a few years and then you're like, you know what? Yeah, no, this is actually what I want to do. This is what I love. You know, I'm, uh, I've fought how many times and, and, you know, we're going to take it serious. Yeah. So we said, you know what? We're going to, we're going to, uh, we looked into going up to SBG. So what we had to do was we had to get a bus from Drata, walk to the bus, get a bus for an hour, off the bus, walk to the Lewis stop from the Lewis in City Centre, get the Lewis out for about 20, 25 minutes out to Bluebell. So that was our daily journey every day. So we said, look, we're going to do it. I, um, I, I, um, I wasn't walking at the time. I had, I had massive support from my girlfriend. Oh, sorry, girlfriend and uh, family at the time, obviously. And, uh, you know, they um, gave me great support. But it was on my own, you know. I didn't have any, you know, it was, it was um, you know, I was doing, a few, doing days, days walk here and there, uh, weekends and, you know, cash in hand to, to, to um, you know, just li- little jobs here and there, just make up my money for me membership and me, and me bus journeys and the whole lot, you know, so yeah. same, same with my brother, you know, so it was uh, all by ourselves, you know, we, you know, uh, we didn't have like, you know, you know, money, money there behind us or to, to, to fund it or anything, you know, so it was just all on ourselves, but we said, you know what, it's going to pay off. 
and uh, anyway, you bit the bullet. We were training in SPG uh, for about a month, and John noticed us one day. I think one or two were talking about us because we we had a few fights before, you know. So kind of we knew we were known in the amateur scene. Then John uh, John comes up to us and said, "Why aren't you doing our MMA my MMA sessions, the pro pro team sessions?" And I was like, "Oh, like you did you did you never said this." He's like, "Well, you start tomorrow, you know." So it was kind of like that. We were like chuffed. Yeah, you would be Jesus. Yeah, so we were we, we were chuffed, like you know. And then he was like, "Yeah, you start tomorrow." So then we uh, it was a month in we we started then and then um, yeah just we kept kept coming kept coming fights were offered and a whole lot and then you know um, everything else it's it's, uh, it's what twenty four amateur fights later three professional fights and here I am now signed for one of the biggest promotions in the world, you know, so it all started there and uh, it's down to John and I done what I'm, I'm driving now a year, over a year now and I done that for four years in, in, in uh, the, the travelling up and down in the buses, Lewis, staying for the, I'd stay once or twice a week for the whole day because by the time I got back to do my second session, should it be, there'd be no point because yeah. you'd have to get straight back in the bus, you know, so it was three hours travelling every day, up and back, you know, and um done that for four years and then luckily enough I was able to get a car then just last year so it uh, made it a lot easier for me then you know so it's done just, the hard part yeah that's it I, I, uh, I done my apprenticeship you know yeah <laughs> and um, you mentioned your three professional fights three wins uh, two, one submission and two decisions so two of them went close to the wire but one of them was, was an obvious win for you well, like, what, what's it like yeah. to, to win a match, a professional match? Yeah, it's it's um, it's it's something else to be honest now because as I said, I had twenty four amateur fights and I represented Ireland. Um, geez, I forget now. I think it was. I'm not. Geez, I should be getting many times. I represented Ireland internationally, uh, amateur. You know, um, I what was the world twice? Yeah, five times I represented Ireland. Uh, two Europeans, three world championships. And my, my, my main goal was to um, win the World world Championships at Amateur, you know, or at least, the very least, medal or medal at, at the call IMAF tournaments, you know, the, the, yeah. the, um, the Olympics of MMA, of MMA, you know. So that was my goal, to medal at one of these. And actually, my brother did medal. He uh, they got a bronze medal at them. And then, um, but uh, that was my goal, to be standing on the podium with the, with the Irish flag. And then, you know, I, did, I, came, I fell short. I... I I got all, all I got up until the uh, the medal match, and I and I came short, but mm. and that was all part of it. And then at the end, I got then I, I went professional, you know. And because I stayed so long at amateur, and uh, paid me dues, I was able to sign professionally my very first contract, very first fight with Bellator, which is unheard of, you know. So it worked out in the end for me. And then when I won my professional fight, then it was like you know. You know all those wins and losses at amateur. You just realise it's it's uh, it's uh, it matters up until then. And I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, to bring three hundred people to in my fights here in Ireland, you know, that's that's yeah. how many I brought the last the last two times in the my first two fights in the three arena in Ireland. So, I um yeah, just it's 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 some buzz it is. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It's hard to explain to be honest. It's it's um it's unbelievable. Yeah. Then what, what are your aspirations then for the future? Like, how what's a goal for you? What's your, your biggest goal in terms of fighting? Jeez, do you know what? That was my goal at Amateur, you know, to to, to um to win the World title or at least medal at them and, and the whole lot. But now at professional, to be honest, I've learned 
just from just from myself and, and the way I thought amateur even thinking about that and and, and then sometimes you know it, it doesn't happen or I'm not, not not saying that it won't happen but my mindset now is just take each fight as it comes yeah. beat the man on front of you and if I do that I know for a fact I can go far you know if that makes sense so I'm not here saying I'm going to be a world champion and I'm going to be this and that and don't get me wrong I'm not saying I'm not, I can yeah. but all I know is I have to beat the guy in front of me because I've seen it too many times lads saying they're going to, do, they're going to be here and there and then they're not thinking about the guy in front of them they're looking through that guy looking past him you know so I'm not I'm not I'm not about that because I know at the blink of an eye that can all change so I'm a but basically my aspirations and the goals would be just to become the best I can be and I know if I if I do my best I can I know I can I can go far you know so um but the, my mindset now is just beat the man in front of me you know so that, and that's all I can do you know that's at the end that's of the day you know extremely rare and humble uh goal for him, you know, <laughs> you see, you talked about it. Every, nearly every fighter is saying, "Right, okay, I'm gonna win a, cha- a, a few um, championships." Like, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna just go out that guy, go out. It's just not me, you know. Put me Instagram story as a world champion, and I'm gonna be a world. Look, I and to be honest, I look at them lads, and I'm like, I admire them because I'm like, Do you know, a fair play to you because yeah. it's. Um, you know, I have a lot of admiration for people like that because I'm like, you know what, you're putting out there and you're saying it, but I'm not, I'm just not that person, you know, I'm not that person to, um, I'll be, I, 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 I used to really get into the, um, the mindset and the whole lot and, and your mentality and fighting and stuff, but I've learned that actually on the night, it's all your mentality, but in the, in uh, the weeks before, it's all physical, you know, so yeah. I've actually, I've, I've, I've uh, focused on that more focus on the physical more, you know, the, you know, because, um, you know, how can I uh, focus too much on the mental stuff when actually on the night you have to win and fight, you know, so it's all physical really when you think about it, but, so I, I don't get too much into that and looking too far ahead because it again, again, like I have to beat the next fella in front of me and as of now, I don't know who that is, obviously with what's going on in the whole lot, so, um, yeah, exactly. And then, like, we talk about what's going on. Uh, with COVID, does that impact your training? Like, my friend Mark was telling me your, your ground game is uh, amazing. And shout out to Mark because he... Shout to Mark, yeah, probably. <laughs> but uh, he was telling me that your ground game is, is probably one of your best assets. But how do you train ground game when you can't be, like, on top of somebody uh, breathing their air, essentially? Yeah, well... None of that now at the minute because of the gyms have are, are shutting the whole lot, you know. So yeah. that's definitely out the window, you know. But um, I'm lucky. My brother still trains and um, he's off work at the minute. You know, he works. He's a he's an apprentice plumber. So I'm very lucky. Um, the two of us push each other. You know, we go for our runs. We do our pad work. And what I can do grappling wise, I can uh, do some drills wrestling wise. You know, I can we can do some standing drills and and uh, unfortunately. I, I've no space here at home to uh, have it, have it, have a mats or a gym or anything. But we make do at home, you know. We do a bit of pads at the back, weather dependent, obviously, you know. But yeah, um, yeah. So I'm lucky in that sense, and um, you know, I always had my brother there, you know, the whole pads at the, at the, at the, at the grapple with at the train, but you know, and um, well, he knows me so well, you know. So we always get great rounds off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, even, even though he's, and it's always that brotherly thing, you know. It's always, you know. 
Yeah, it can get it can get a bit heat, you know. So um, yeah, like he, he's not fighting now this few years. He stopped fighting part, but um, he uh, he's he's kept up the training, you know. So um, it's it's brilliant. I'm very lucky to have him there, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. If uh, a coach, coach Kevin, was to uh, pick up the phone and ring you and tell you you're fighting X, Y, or Z at the weekend, who do you want them to say? So who'd be your your? Uh... Ooh, that's that's a that's a mad one. Um, I don't know. I don't even have it in my mind to be honest. Um, I don't know where to go from here as far as in my career wise, who next or whatever. But I don't know. I to be honest, I don't really mind because at the end of the day, I'm I'm in I'm in Bellator now. There's no building your record to get up to a certain level to um get to the big promotions. I start off in Bellator, you know, so. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I'm going to be fighting lads at, to a certain level, you know, so and I'm just going to keep climbing. So at this stage, I can't, and it's not in me. I've never, I've, I was never that guy to say no to a fight. So, yeah. Um, I, um, it doesn't matter. It, you know, it really doesn't. If it makes sense, you know, I'm not going to win there against a champ. Obviously, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm not there yet. But like, I mean, if it makes sense, and um, again, I can't say no. So it's, it doesn't really bother me to be honest. I don't have a name in mind. To, to yeah. short, you know. So. And would you uh, would you pay attention to guys' records? So if say right, say you're you're fighting me <laughs> in a yeah in a, yeah no yeah me parallel universe where I'm actually going to fighting. All right. And I, and I have a record of <laughs> four wins and three losses. Right? Would you take yeah, that into account? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would. Yeah, because you know, if it was me at three and zero. You've seven professional fights, and I'd have to level up your record and see who you fought, you know. Yeah. And I'd see you who you fought, and I'd say, ah, well, he's those three losses to such and such, you know, but they're very good fighters, you know. So, or he's four yeah. wins against such and such. So, yeah, I would look at that, you know. But then, you know, I don't think you can, you know, if you looked at my amateur career, I was twenty-four fights, I had thirteen wins, eleven losses. You might think looking at the amateur career. Uh, on the amateur fights and you'd say oh, like you know you'd be expecting oh, some lad to be 20 you know going professional it's not like that because you know Michael Condon or or, uh, all, uh, or um, all them boxers you know that, that were Olympians they never had kept their records at amateur you know what I mean no matter how good they were you know but those losses and, and, and they, they took the big fights they fought all over the world that was the same as myself I fought guys in the backyard I fought the brawler I did main events so I you know I went all over the world fighting the best in the world I mean, I picked up uh, wins, I picked up losses, but what I learned from that was prices. So, I mean, I don't dwell too much into the records. You know, look at my last fight I fought. He was eight wins, one loss. On paper, it didn't make sense for me to fight him. I'm only two and oh. Yeah. You know, he was eight and one. And I was like, you know, when he said to me, I was like, where do I go from here when I beat this club? But you look at his record, he hasn't fought in six years. But he was supposed to fight McGregor six years ago. A cage where so he was a very good fella, you know. So yeah. it just goes to show, like you, you can't dwell too much on that, but it has to make sense as well, you know. So yeah, you, you would look at that to a certain extent, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't dwell on it too much, to be honest. Well, uh, thanks a million for for the check here, and I really enjoyed that. Um, best of luck in the future. Hopefully, we'll be going to uh, to what's it called. To the MGM to see you one day or something. That'd be cool. Please God, please God. Appreciate having me on. Thanks very much, man. Thank you.